0: Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman. Our next guest up is Mark Furman, the director of Tarlow Breed, Hart & Rogers. Welcome again, Mark. Hello there, Jonathan. It's great to be with you. Nice to be with you. It seems as though you and I are talking on a more regular basis, which is always a pleasure. It's a pleasure for me, certainly. And I- And of course, you've got something really topical today. You want to talk about uh, this movement in our country, uh, or at least a a beginning of a movement towards required vaccinations in the workplace.
1: Yes. I mean, we're, as we've seen uh, COVID cases on the rise again with the Delta variant apparently being the dominant strain, um, you know, we've got a country that's, A lot of people are vaccinated and a lot of people aren't and although there's ample supply so people don't want to be vaccinated for typically one or two reasons one is uh well actually three religious reasons some kind of medical issue um or uh, they just don't want to be vaccinated because Either they don't trust the vaccine or the government or whatever. Um,
0: so, you know, the, the belief that the government is trying to inject you with some sort of tracking device, as if that's what we need to be spending our money on. <laughs> that, uh, but, you know, it, it, yeah, it would seem to me, Mark, that 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 second bucket we can easily carve out because if people have medical conditions that precludes them from getting vaccines, that's pretty straightforward. Okay. You know, in most cases, I would imagine requires a doctor's note that says, you know, it's it's not safe for this person to have a vaccine for various medical issues. So we, we can almost check that box pretty easily.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we're on the religious, uh you know, views. You know, we have a strong history of people being able to freely exercise their religious uh, um you know, requirements in this country and the separation of church and state and all of that that goes back really to the formation of our country. Um, And our, the current makeup of the United States Supreme Court certainly is sympathetic to religious uh, concerns. Um, But you run into the question now, uh, you know, with employers, as the incidence of COVID uh, increased, some cases dramatically, You know, should employers require vaccinations if people um, want to work at the company and need to work in person as opposed to remotely. Um, one thing that's been obvious from the last year and a half is certain jobs, you know, there's no need uh, to work in person, and uh, but other people have to, and many of those jobs are low-paying, not all. Um, and uh, when those folks aren't vaccinated, then uh, you know you have the question of their impact on other employees, uh, because there can be breakthrough cases of people who've been vaccinated and they can uh, have mild or no symptoms,
0: catch the vaccine and transmit it to other people. So So it seemed to me that this opens up a Pandora's box, Uh, as always is the case in these policy and and, uh, certainly employment cases, Um, you know, thus far the trend or at least the turning of the tide seems to be largely government and healthcare leading the charge um and and I guess you know what starts there probably morphs to uh business at some point industry um perhaps certain industries ahead of others and it would seem to me it's it's relatively easy government can mandate those things easier than private business I think in a lot of cases they have the resources the policymakers, makers the, the, the legal minds on staff generally um, healthcare. I think you can argue they're on the front lines. They're servicing vulnerable populations. It's it's a much easier um, rationale, if you will, or or uh, or there's logic to it. Um, I guess the question happens: what what happens when industry starts to adopt these things and and uh, get we get pushback? Is is that sort of the way you would envision the trend going? I think so. Um, But I think there is an important
1: uh, uh, overlay, which is that uh, because of COVID, there are many workers who have greater employment opportunities than they had before COVID. Um, I think that the, um, you know, greater opportunities for people to have a a work-life balance and employers are going to need to cater to that um, so I think that's, that's a factor that business owners have to consider. Um, I always tell people, go get employment practices liability insurance so that when somebody claims that you're discriminating against them uh, for whatever reason, um, you have the potential to get coverage or at a minimum defense costs paid it's very inexpensive compared to other types of insurance it's uh, it to me it's a no-brainer and I can't tell you how many cases I've defended over the years where had this insurance been in place the company would have saved just a ton of money in defense costs so um you know, so that's one thing you should do. But ultimately, I think the decision comes down to, you know, what's in the best interest of the company, and what's in the best interest of the employees when you look at them as a group, as opposed to individual by individual. I mean, there is an element here of um, being part of the community and the common good. And if you have an outbreak uh, of one person, you're impacting numerous people in the business. You're, you're putting a lot of other people um, at risk who have uh, people in their life who can't be vaccinated. Or aren't vaccinated or have compromised immune system, or infants or toddlers who aren't eligible to be vaccinated. So, you know, we're seeing this conflict between, let's call it individual freedom, the right to do whatever you want with your body, I guess, uh, versus the common good as being part of a community, what's the right, what's the right balance there for uh, an employer? I've read about um, uh, companies, huge companies that have said, everybody's gonna go back to work um, in person. Uh, my firm at the moment is work wherever you feel you can be most productive and are comfortable. Uh, But at some point, we'll probably move towards a hybrid model. And, uh, um, you know, I I think we've talked about on the show before, you know, for lawyers, it's been um, unbelievably seamless to work remotely. Um, All, uh, you know, I handle litigation, so in dealing with disputes, I go to court on Zoom. It's very efficient. Um, um, I I went to uh, actually in person to a hearing the first time um, very recently, and I'm going again for the second time today. I was comfortable the first time, and uh, we'll see what it's like today with all the plexiglass that's been installed that separates
0: everybody um industries have adopted you know incredibly well a lot of companies have pivoted so that uh at least the perception is that it feels safe you know the one the the thing that i've always said about this is we're dealing with a virus that you can't see so yeah of course it feels safe you know (laughs) because you can't see it coming at you Um, you know but at least the precautions are in place one of the things that strikes me about what we're talking about mark is is um you know, are we now butting up on that fine line of HIPAA, um, whereby, you know, if people are or not vaccinated, you're now required to disclose some sort of health issue. Are employers going to run into challenges with that, where somebody says, not your business what I've done? I I would imagine that's coming. Uh,
1: (laughs) I would think so. I would think so. You know, there's, I, I see, you know, with the baseball players, they're um you know they' if, if I think it's if 85 percent of a team has been vaccinated' there's certain protocols they don't have to go through
0: football's uh, adopted the same as if you know fifteen percent or one in you of know, six players uh is is acceptable <laughs> yeah. so you
1: see certain
0: players don't want to answer the question
1: of whether they've been vaccinated when they've been asked by reporters, which is, you know, which is their right, uh, uh, I think. But, you know, how strong should an employer be about making sure that people are vaccinated? You know, that's the debate that we're gonna be having in this country. And if the cases continue to uh, increase, and if we face, you know, we're, we're, we're in the middle of, you know, there's a lot of rain, but it's summer. We had very few cases in the summer of 2020. Um, right. But as it, people it, get back indoors, cooler weather, people and get transmission back indoors, increases. And it's, yep. it's a real concern. The difference is, well, there are two differences. One is so many people have been vaccinated. Uh, but there's also the variance. You know, the, the virus is not stagnant. It's trying to outsmart us. Uh, and so, you know, we just got to watch the cases and see how, how it goes.
0: Absolutely. As I've said all I said, uh,
1: I was at you a know. Red Sox game with 35,000 of my closest friends uh, the other night. That was a different experience, Jonathan.
0: Yeah. I yeah, saw I about had- five
1: masks among thirty-five thousand people
0: yeah it's truly amazing in parts of it and, and and how it how it differentiates around the country too uh it, i was shocked uh, over the weekend spent uh time in a retail store which i hadn't done in a while and uh one store i was in i would say 90 percent of the people were wearing masks and this is in massachusetts now i, I doubt that that's happening <laughs> you know uh south of the mason dixon line but uh it, it seems to me that we're forming these uh you know, significant differences around the country again. and uh, but, but threat is real. And, you know, as you alluded to, uh, today it's Delta. We're hearing uh, tidbits of Lambda. Um, you know, viruses don't stop. It's going to keep morphing until it can find, you know, ways to host itself uh, in other ways. So I think, uh, you know, leave it to the public health officials to tell us uh, what's in our best interest. But clearly it seems that we're we're heading down a path of two different populations: one that's vaccinated and one that's not, and uh, and and the knots seem to not be faring very well right now. <laughs> so, uh, well, I've
1: read Florida has the uh, most new cases, and
0: yeah, which, and I think which there's far- a
1: lot of knots in Florida.
0: Which bodes really well for a vulnerable population, because it also has perhaps, uh, well, it's got a mix, but certainly a geriatric population as well. So it's, that's a little frightening. And and again, as we talked about earlier in the segment, uh, we've got a lot of people in the healthcare industry that are, you know, 15%, that that probably translates, my guess is, uh, or, or about 50%, we're talking about millions of people uh, working in the healthcare industry have chosen not to get vaccinated at this point. And that's, uh, that's frightening in and of itself, I think. So uh, you would think certain, certain things that you see, you work in a hospital environment, you see these things on a day in day out basis, it might move you to, to, to make some decisions that are, as you pointed out, in the best interest, not only of myself and my family and people around me, but my community. So interesting stuff. Uh, Mark, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about on this subject moving forward. I I, I hope it's all good, but uh, needless to say, there's probably going to be some challenges and out of challenges often come litigation. So that's what keeps Mark Furman busy. (laughs) Uh, Mark, what's the best way for people to uh, reach you if they want to chat about this subject or others? I can be reached at
1: 617-218-2025 or by email mfurman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at
0: Tbhr-law.com. Excellent. Our guest has been Mark Furman, Director, of Tarlo Breedhardt Rogers. Always a pleasure to have you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Thanks, Jonathan. Great to be with you. And we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.